The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. The sweet nectar of it all. Well. Come in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show as we are in the air everywhere as audio buddies providing more satisfying sports talk, unless we don't, coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and lavishly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the side, the ringside for the chatter, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So our lead this hour coming from the sweetness, as in the Sweet 16, as college basketball ended its brief hiatus. They hadn't played since Sunday. They tipped off with not one, not two, not three. How about four games? Now, one of those stood out more than the others. You can say two of them, but for our purposes right now, you got to start with one, my man. You got to start with one. And so we're going to focus in on Kansas State and Michigan State, which was early on the card 
one of the early matchups in the early television window. Kansas State, led by Marquise Noel. He did it again. The little guy did it again. Uh, he set the NCAA tournament record for assists. You get an assist. You get an assist. You get Everyone gets an assist. Single game record, 19. 19 helpers from Marcus Noel and Kansas State with a, a thrilling, agonizing 98-93 win. There was a last-second bucket just to tack on a couple extra points. It was a one-possession game. Michigan State had the ball. They screwed it up. And at Madison Square Garden, the Mecca, the hometown kid, Noel, who's from the New York City area there, he had 20 points, also had five steals in a performance for the ages and college basketball lore. And he did it in dramatic, I I only have one leg. If you saw the game, you know what I'm talking about here, but he played, hobbled, most of the second half, he rolled his right ankle just minutes into the, uh, I think it was just a couple minutes into the second half there as Kansas State had a four-point lead when he got hurt. He left the game, and they had the very dramatic camera shots. He was getting taped. Is he going to come back in the game? Oh, the drama. You could cut the tension with a butter knife on the sidelines there for the Wildcats. And Noel ends up only missing less than three minutes of game time and he came back in, and he had dominated the first half. He had five points and ten assists in the first half. So we'll, we'll get back to him. But the better story here came from the losing locker room as Michigan State takes it on the chin there. They go down in overtime, and one of the few coaches that matter in collegiate basketball, Tom Izzo, stole the spotlight. Did you hear what Tom Izzo had to say post game? Perhaps not following the game on CBS. They caught up with the grizzled Michigan State head coach, Tom Izzo, who made a comment in his opening statement when asked the question that rubbed many people the wrong way. Uh, Izzo used the L word, the L word, when talking about Kansas State. As Warner Wolf would say, let's go to the audio tape. Give them credit, but I mean, they banked in two shot clock threes. There were, and they made some big plays, but some of those plays weren't big plays. They were lucky plays. No, oh, he said it. He said the L word. He said it. He said it. L word. Lucky. Lucky. Wow. Oh. Wow. Tom is up. Wow, bro. Oh, heartbreaker. You heard it? He said, give them, meaning Kansas State, credit. They banked in. Two shot clock threes. They made some big plays, but some of those big plays weren't big plays. They were lucky plays. He said it. Play it again, Roberto. Play it again. Play it again. Give them credit, but I mean, they banked in two shot clock threes. There were, and they made some big plays, but some of those plays weren't big plays. They were lucky plays. No, the dagger, the dagger, the right hook. So let us discuss. I want to talk to you you about this. So the question, Tom Izzo saying, you just heard it, Tom Izzo saying Kansas State was lucky. They they weren't big plays. They were lucky plays to beat his Michigan State basketball team. Was this a compliment or a backhanded jab? So I've got Seneca, DeVito, and Razorblade 
And we will line all of these things up and we will knock them down like dominoes. Now to lead off here, uh, we, we understand having done this job for a while and part of the job is talking about what's going on in that business that this is not Tom Izzo's first barbecue. He has been to the picnic called March Madness many times. So this comment was obviously in the backhanded, backhanded jab family. To put it another way, Kansas State wasn't better than old Sparty. They weren't. They just happened to have lady luck on their side. Now, I disagree here. Did Kansas State make several circus shots in this game? Yes. But was that the reason that they won the game? Uh, no. And was it even lucky, right? It was the, the Roman philosopher Seneca who was credited with saying it best that, quote, luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity, which means, if I interpret that properly, you make your own luck. But it's also all about perspective. And so if you want to go down the garden path, and I will, because I have four hours of a blank audio canvas to paint, so I'm going to go down that garden path. So let's, let's play the game. If Kansas State was lucky, riddle me this, Batman or Tom Izzo. So Kansas State is lucky. Marquise Noel, if they are lucky, would not have been hopping on a pogo stick early in the second half he would have stayed healthy because in a parallel dimension, he doesn't roll his ankle, and Kansas State pulls away from Michigan State. The game doesn't even go to overtime, so you don't need those ridiculous shots. And as they said back in Goodwill Hunting, how do you like them apples, Tom Izzo? All right, furthermore. So I want to address my favorite player in all of college basketball, Marcus Noel. I'm a fan. My name is Ben Maller, and I like this guy. His performance thus far has been insane to the membrane in the NCAA tournament. So the question I have for you is this. Marcus Noel, who was not on anyone's radar because of his play so far, will he get a shot in the NBA? So is he going to get a shot in the NBA? Is that inbounds or out of bounds? So I say that is inbounds. And if you want to take shots at me and say I'm a prisoner of the moment and he's too small and all, that's fine. I am proudly Benny Brightside on Marcus Noel of Kansas State. I am drinking the purple Kool-Aid on this cat, right? I have been mesmerized watching this Dynamo play joining the book of NCAA tournament legends. Now, regardless of how this turns out, and Kansas State still has a big mountain to climb to win the championship, Noel was not projected to be drafted in the NBA. He was not on anyone's draft board prior to the tournament. And the reason why, it's a bug's life. You don't see players in today's NBA who are knee-high to a grasshopper. You know, it's a size thing. And, and despite that, I'm old enough to have watched an era of pro bouncy ball when you could have the occasional pipsqueak who played. Shout out Muggsy Bogues or Spud Webb or several others that, that were little players by comparison, but got it done. So I know it is possible. And even a few years ago, there was a guard for the Celtics named Isaiah Thomas who's still bouncing around. He got hurt. He's... He's a bit player now, but he was 
dominant, an, an MVP-level player uh, before he got injured. So my advice here to the NBA, and God knows they need my advice, go full Danny DeVito and get Shorty. That old movie, Get Shorty, he would be a wonderful gimmick guy in the NBA. A shock and awe type player. A disruptor. That is my expert assessment from years of watching basketball and being a blowhard and a gas bag on the radio. His skill set compensates for the lack of height. That he's the kind of player that would be perfect in small doses as a nuisance for opposing uh, you know, d- defenders, now, the issue is always with those players that are of his stature, defense, 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 but there are ways to mitigate, and there are more ways today than back in the old days to hide a player like that, and in short bursts, talk about instant offense, the hamburger helper offensive style, he would be a great backup point guard that plays 20 minutes a game, and uh, hey, I don't know that he'll be drafted anymore, maybe the second round, but Bring him to the people's team. Undrafted free agent or second-round pick. I don't care. <laughs> team him up with the claw. All right, last thing here. So I'd also like to adjust. I want this other game's going on other than this Kansas State game, obviously. Uh, Arkansas played, and they played Connecticut, kind of. It wasn't much of a game. And so the question on that game that many people are yapping about, did Arkansas coach and former Fox Sports Radio contributor Eric Musselman jinx the Razorbacks, with his shirtless dance the other day when they beat Kansas. So, no! That's a, that's a bad bell. That's a ba- that, the answer's no. Now, many pundits here are, no, that's a bad bell. That's a bad, stop the bell! Now, mi- stop it! Now, many pundits are dancing right now on the hog's grave. And they sucked, that's why They're celebrating that Musselman's team got blown to smithereens by Connecticut. And UConn, to their credit, they put on a master class defensively and offensively. Arkansas was absolutely boat raced in that game. But memo to the fashionistas of sportsmanship, you can go jump in an ice-cold lake, okay? Spoiler alert, the outcome of this game had nothing to do with Eric Musselman becoming a Chippendales dancer after beating the Jayhawks. No relation. Things went haywire. It happens. You enjoy the journey. And remember the old razor blade. It's an Occam's razor situation. The simplest answer is most often correct, and the more complicated explanations are often not correct. The Razorbacks sucked at a time you cannot suck. Arkansas shot less than 32%. They couldn't make a three-point shot, 5 of 16, and, and Connecticut rarely missed. They shot almost 60% in that game. Meanwhile, uh, the late game, we'll touch on that briefly. What did you make of UCLA blowing a 14-point first-half lead? They had a 13-point lead midway through. They came back, they took the lead, and then they lost to Gonzaga. So it was clearly alarming for the Bruins. It was great for the Zags, but the, the Bruins took a siesta for more than half of the the second half of the game. They went AWOL. Maybe they went to a casino to have a buffet in Vegas, but they shot 51% UCLA in the first half. You saw the game, you know. They went over 11 minutes without making a field goal in the second half. And 
that sounds wretched bad. But you know what? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I just the the overnight show around here. But Mick Cronin's team was on fumes. However, that is not an excuse. I know they were shorthanded. Do your job. The Bruins were preposterously bad for the bulk of the second half, and then they figured something out in the final couple of minutes. They had the full court press. That caused the game to shift back in their favor. It was like a slip and slide for the Zags. But they still ended up blowing it in the end. Just a middling second half, and UCLA is in the Elite Eight right now, shorthanded or not. But if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, the Wizard of Westwood would still be coaching alive and well for the gutty little Bruins. And the other game, which uh, gets no buzz, the Volunteers have uh, been eliminated as Florida Atlantic. Little Florida Atlantic, who also stunk in the first half of that game. Uh, They're known as the Owls. Hoot, 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 hoot. The Owls. Uh, Never heard of them. They went on an 18-2 run in the second half. I was flipping over to that, but I was not going to lie to you. I was more focused on some other things there. But the Owls missed 11 of their first 14 three-point shots. They end up winning the game. So Tennessee is out. They were trying to get to the... Elite Eight, second time in program history, but they are gonzo. See you later. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road, but if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's ZYN.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hey, it's Maller here. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds. Or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app, then pick between two and six players to choose if they'll have more or less of a stat like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download. The new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code MALLER. The new customers play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code MALLER only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick slash promos. 
Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A humdinger of a story. Welcome. Come in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show as we are in the air everywhere like workmates as we give you four yummy flavors all rolled into one, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and impressively powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the waters, the murky waters of the overnight hours. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So our lead this hour coming from the NFL, it sounds like a a shaggy dog story. It sounds like a shaggy dog story, but we have a real-life cliffhanger involving the Baltimore Ravens and the, the quarterback who may not be a Baltimore Raven anymore. It is time for our obligatory Maller monologue on Mr. Jackson. And we have a follow-up to a story that we discussed, you and I, in a previous episode of the show. The Lamar Jackson free agency story has gone to the kingdom of the absurd. Did you hear? Uh, Maybe not. We have had confirmation around the nation. NFL officials confirming via a spirited memo warning from the Players Association, according to this internal memo, which went public, was sent to all the members of the cartel of football, courtesy of the NFL Players Association via the NFL, a man named Ken Francis has been illegally contacting various clubs, trying to persuade them to enter into deep negotiation with Lamar Jackson. Quote, Violation of this rule may result in disapproval of any offer sheet or resulting 
player contract entered into by Mr. Jackson and the new club. Jackson, uh, who is, uh, of course, signed to that non-exclusive franchise tag by Baltimore. Uh, We've talked about this quite often, but if you haven't been paying attention because you've been sleeping, bad job by you. Uh, But I, I think you know by now that Lamar is doing it his own way, and he is his own agent. His mom's helping him out with contract negotiations and some people from the union, but that's it. So the revelation from the football nation that Lamar, it has now been confirmed as a non-registered buddy and a mystery man involved, that set off alarm bells around the NFL. And in our little world, it's a big deal. In the real world, not that big a deal, but we live in our world, so it's a big deal. The question, as we discuss, how do you explain this latest chapter in the Lamar Jackson story? So I've got Animaniacs, Improv, and finger biting, finger biting. I will combine all of these things together, and I am going to make a nice home gym is what I'm going to make. I'll explain why in a minute. Now, first of all, uh, Lamar Jackson, when I saw this story, and my phone blew up at about the same time when this started going around, I did not see it myself. People directed me towards the story, buddies of mine. And I said, oh, man. I said, this has got to be satire. This has got to be my old buddy Sports Talk Barry or one of the many parody sports guys on social media. I had to be one of those dopes. And I I don't know about that. I mean, I think it's legit. Lamar Jackson digging deep into his bag of tricks, working the room. I do not ever recall, I've been doing this a while now, I don't ever recall the NFL, maybe you do, and you can correct me, I don't ever recall the NFL sending out a memorandum to warn members of the cartel that a franchise tag quarterback has somebody illegally working as their right-hand man. But here we are, and it's wonderful. It's bravo, bravo, Lamar Jackson is running an independent playhouse. It's Kabuki Theater is what it is. He's got his buddy, the international man of mystery, riding shotgun. Now, that would be the Sphinx-like Ken Francis. Who? This is crazy. The last 24 hours in the life of Lamar, (laughs) they have been like an episode of Animaniacs, the the old cartoon, the pinky and the brain feature in Animaniacs, the uh, classic from back in the day. And in this cartoon bubble over my head, thinking of pinky and the brain, Lamar plays the role of the brain, and this guy Ken Francis is pinky. And then pinky says, gee, brain, what are we going to do tonight? And then Lamar, playing the role of the brain, says, the same thing we do every night. Try to take over the world. It's just great. Oh, it's so good. I cannot wait to find out what the hell is really going on. Now, secondly, so let's get a little deeper into the weeds. Who is this cat who is working with Lamar Jackson? So here's what I've learned from a minutes-long investigation. Because I have a lot of free time. Ken Francis is his name, and businessman is his game. He is based in the Fort Lauderdale, Florida area. We are told that he is the founder of an exercise company. If you want to know where he went to school, Daytona State College. 
a fine institution of higher learning, but not quite up to the standard of Saddleback College. Now, more importantly, he is also Lamar Jackson's new business partner, at least relatively new. By way of illustration, shortly after the story was fed by state-sponsored Pravda NFL News Service around the echo chamber, shortly after the memo got bounced all over the place, and this news came out about this Ken Francis went viral, Lamar Jackson pounced at the opportunity, confirming the existence of Ken Francis. Now, he denied that the guy was negotiating for him, but he confirmed the guy exists. It's not a satire. It's not a parody account on social media or some TikTok guy. It's a real person. This guy's legit. There's a real guy named Ken Francis. And, and how do we know? Lamar said it. He pounced at the opportunity to promote a product that he said would be available in the summer. It's a portable gym. Sent out a video. In the video, he can be seen using said portable exercise product. So this has led to some people saying that that means this entire thing, the fake agent story, was staged. It was staged by Lamar Jackson. So let me ask the question. Lamar Jackson teaming up with somebody named Ken Francis here, fake agent, staging this whole thing. Thumbs up or thumbs down on that? So I am going thumbs down. Thumbs down on that. I do not believe that this was a carefully crafted marketing plan. My spidey-like senses tell me that is chicken crap. Instead of choreography, This was open mic night at the Improv, Chuckles Comedy Club. And we know Lamar Jackson from watching him play and appreciating what he does on the football field, that he's nimble. But he's not that nimble. He ad-libbed that part of the story when the poop hit the fan, when the chicken poop hit the fan. Now, what is my evidence? I now present my evidence, Your Honor. The evidence is the empty cart. You see, Lamar sent out an infomercial I'm not going to lie, it looked like a Saturday Night Live bit they were doing from the old days for this portable gym. So he had a link to a Twitter account, which then had a link to a website for said portable gym. So I clicked on it. Why not? Maybe I could get a gym. Who wouldn't want a nice portable gym? So I clicked on this link, and then I clicked on the next link, and I got to the website. It's a business partner of Lamar Jackson. So when you click on the checkout cart to buy said gym, when you click on that, you notice the gym is not available for purchase. (laughs) So just to recap, you get millions of free advertising dollars and you're Lamar Jackson promoting a product And you muffed it. The Raven quarterback muffed it. You talk about dropping the ball and whoop, whoopsie. So you send out a commercial and you announce the product will not be available till summer. The Aussie muffed it today, mate. Who goofed? I've got to know. All right, final thought. So let's turn our attention to the NFL. Why did the NFL make this memo to Lamar Jackson public? So I would like to play a game that we do from time to time. It's called Connect the Dots. You might have played when you were younger. Maybe you still play today. So let's play the Maller Show Connect the Dots. The first dot 
is that they had their arm twisted, the NFL, by the Players Association. So that's the first dot, so connect that dot. The next dot is who is being pestered, the Players Association, by certified agents that actually are part of the cabal. So then you connect that dot. And then you connect another dot because those agents are biting their fingernails, squirming like a worm. It is a very touchy topic. These contract mavens are hypersensitive right now. They're verklempt with emotion. A little birdie tells me that these are tumultuous times for the high-profile reps. Why? Because Lamar Jackson, while he seems rather harmless, he doesn't have an agent. He's doing things his own way. He's promoting a gym that doesn't even exist yet. Lamar Jackson is an ominous presence. This is a cautionary tale. He is threatening. And how is he threatening? It's not personal. It's just business. Survival of the fittest. If Lamar Jackson is able to somehow finagle a mega, 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 mega millions dollar contract without legal counsel, that's a problem. Because can you say copycat? Yeah. There'll be other players, star players, big money players. The NFL doesn't care when guys like Jacoby Brissett do it without an agent because who cares? They don't make anywhere near the amount of money that Lamar Jackson's going to get. Lamar Jackson does it, and you talk about upsetting the, uh, the, the whole balance, the axis of sports. That's a foobar situation, according to the agents. So stay tuned. This is, this is great. I mean, this is just another layer to the cake. It's going to be like a 12-layer cake. It's awesome. It's awesome. I want to know how this originated. Do you think Lamar was talking to the guy and saying, oh, man, no one's offering me a contract. This sucks. And this guy who's like, in my head, I don't know who this guy is. I've never seen a photo of him. But this cat, Ken Francis, is like a, a slimy, kind of slippery sales guy. We all know people like that, right? Really slick. He's very verbose. And he's a bit of a charlatan as a sales guy. He's like, no problem, Lamar. You know what? I'm going to start calling teams. I'll get offers for you. Don't worry about it. I'll be, I'll be your guy. I, you know, I'm not going to negotiate, but I'll call him up. I can't be in trouble for that. I'll just start calling. I'll call the Colts. I'll call the Patriots. Uh, you know, maybe Belichick will want you. I don't know. Uh, whatever you need, Lamar. Whatever you need. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple.
Order online at Zyn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zyn 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm gonna talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic, and then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And we bring in the Coop Dalu. It was reported on Wednesday that the Arizona Cardinals are having... Are, are struggling to get the return that they want in a DeAndre Hopkins trade. The struggle is real, Coop. Yes, the Cardinals were hoping to get a second rounder, and it's being suggested that they might have to settle for something only modestly better than the fifth and sixth rounder that the Cowboys gave up for Brandon Cooks. Oh, God forbid. Ben, what do you think the Cards will end up getting for Hopkins? So the first thought I have on DeAndre Hopkins is he's obviously a bigger name than Brandon Cooks, but his contract is not attractive. I'm a salary cap truther. I don't care about it. You just move some decimal points around. He's also got a lot of carry-on baggage, which is a bigger problem for me. Looking into my crystal ball, we see DeAndre Hopkins being traded for a fourth-round pick and some other conditional draft compensation. The biggest concern, the biggest concern is the fact that he's 30 years old, and this is normally a point of demarcation where things start getting a little gummy for wide receivers, and 
the whispers in the echo chamber that have been bouncing around and have reached my radar. Keep an eye on the Buffalo Bills. Here we go, Buffalo. We're the Buffalo Rome for DeAndre Hopkins. Next! Miles Garrett said in an Instagram comment this week that he is working on getting Odell Beckham Jr. to return to the Browns. <laughs> Do you think there's any chance OBJ would go back to Cleveland? Well, I understand it. At least once a day, OBJ does go back to the Browns, uh, Koopa Loop. So, but I'm bump. Uh, lame jokes are actually, I think they're next hour. But uh, Odell Beckham, I, I think, would rather go with Jay Scoop to the Ukraine at this point than go back to Cleveland and play football there. He wants to go to a high-profile team. That ain't Cleveland. I know they got rid of Baker Mayfield. It's too perfect for Beckham to go back to New York and play for the other New York team, the Jets, and have Aaron Rodgers there. It's a made-for-television soap opera, the NFL. It would be great for us. It would be good for business. So I do not see him going back, Beckham, to Cleveland. Uh, Next! The Pelicans announced Wednesday that Zion Williamson has been cleared to return to on-court activities and that he will be reevaluated in two weeks. Ben, two weeks from now, there will only be like a few days left in the regular season. Yeah. Do you think the Pelicans will still be within reach of a playing spot by then? So I've determined that Zion Williamson, back when I was dating, he's like the, the really good-looking girl at the bar that flirts with you and then uh, goes home. Uh, and uh, he's, he's been malingering in North. I am not buying that he's going to play. I don't believe it. He's got a lot of dog in him in the NBA, and no matter how many people defend him, the guy's been a liability in New Orleans. I don't see that changing. How did we do? You passed us in a show. That is a I won. Terry in England, Jay Scoop. I won the game. Herb Dog, I won. I won Fergie. What? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Lame Week. Lame Week who? It's Big Ben's Lame Joke of the Week. The Comedy Club is open for business. These are actual jokes sent in by actual listeners like yourself. These are people that are very funny, that have normal lives and jobs, and they just happen to moonlight as joke writers, you can join the underappreciated, unpaid joke writing staff if you want. Send a joke in care of the Ben Maller Show at gmail.com. Ben Maller Show at gmail.com. Is Weed Man there, our friend in Miami? Hello, Weed Man. Hey, Ben. I love you. Say hello, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Ben. Oh, all right. Look at that. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Very exciting. Here we go. Uh, what is Lizzo's favorite? Party pastry. Uh, I don't know. What is Lizzo's favorite party pastry? She's a big fan of the cocaine bear claw. She loves that. Very good. That's Chip in the cues. Uh, what did a lot of people say about Lizzo when she first showed up on the music scene? Uh, I don't know. What did they say? They said, isn't she precious? Surfer. Uh, that was a deep cut. Wow. Todd, the comedian. Professional joke writer and uh, a Benny Award winner. Uh, what is the difference between Tom Brady and Lizzo? Um, well, I would think there are a lot of differences, but I don't know. What, what are the differences? No, not actually. When Lizzo gets roasted, nothing is left on the table, Eddie. <laughs> That's Gordon in Tacoma. It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Did you hear that the Panthers might draft Lizzo number one overall as a running back? I did not hear that. 
Yeah, they think she'll be able to crush the competition, Eddie. So they're uh, that's probably true. That's, uh, that's Alex, the cynical. Uh, why doesn't Lizzo wear a red dress anymore? Uh, I, I don't know why. Well, she kept getting annoyed because the, the kids would expect her to run through a wall and yell, oh, yeah, and she didn't like that. That's old school. Right there. That is Jeopardy Al dating himself with that joke. Have you heard why Lizzo fans in Florida are upset? I know what's their problem. Yeah, when scientists said a 5,000-mile-wide blob was headed towards them, they assumed it was Lizzo. And, uh, did you see that blob of seaweed going towards Florida? That's a Ferg dog sent that one in. What was Lizzo's favorite doll when she was a kid? Uh, I don't know. What was her favorite doll? Well, it was, uh, it was not a Barbie doll, Eddie. It was, uh, it was Strawberry Shortcake. It was, uh, that was, uh, Brandon from Boston sent that one in. Did you hear that Lizzo got a new belt for her birthday? I didn't hear that, no. Yeah, she was able to use it as a watch band. So it's a, it's a good story there. That's Buck. That guy Buck in Boston sent that one in. Which, which Benny Award did Lizzo get snubbed for? I don't know. What, what award did she get snubbed the for? The award for being the biggest fan, Eddie. Mm. The, yeah, the biggest. She, she I think she should have won that award. Uh, that's, uh, that's a bad job. Uh, that joke came from uh, Steven sent that joke in, I believe. All right, next up. Uh, what do we have here? What is Lizzo's favorite scent? I, I don't know. What's her favorite scent? She loves Bartolo Cologne. That's Joe Daddy in Roanoke, Virginia. Uh, you know that Lizzo takes a lot of pictures with fans, Eddie. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Of yeah. course. For some reason, though, she's always the background. Yeah. <laughs> you got any jokes over there, Coop? Negative. No, no coop uh, jokes. Uh, let's get to the weed man roast. How did weed right. man? How did weed man yeah. meet Lizzo? How did he meet her? Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, they were both at KFC licking other people's fingers. Is what they were What is more effective than tear gas to disperse an unruly crowd of young people on spring break in Miami? Uh, a weed man appearance. No, no, no. Having Weed Man as a greeter at the airport. That's, that's what really does it. <laughs> now you go to Hawaii, you get that lay when you go to Hawaii. When you meet Weed Man, you're like, all right, I'll go back to Give me money. Get out of here. If you can't find Weed Man, where should you look? I don't know where. Under a crack rock, Eddie. You just look under a crack rock. Oh, Todd, yeah, the comedian. Yeah. Did you hear that Weed Man bought a suit? No, Weed Man bought a suit? What's yeah, more? he bought a suit. Big news. Congratulations, Weed Man. It's a black, heavy-duty trash bag with a red sock stapled to the top. So congratulations, Weed Man. That's Alex, the cynical. Much oh, of joke is just mean. Yeah. yeah. How, how does Weed Man make smoked rats? I don't know. How does he make that? Oh. He cooks He cooks them on used ashtrays. Is that true, Weedman? Oh, God. Yeah, That's, yeah, uh, Alex, true, true. Alex the Cynical. <laughs> I feel like he's getting annoyed with Alex the Cynical. not really now. Why did Weedman cross the road? Why? To relocate his house, Eddie. He was moving. So he was just... <laughs> uh, what do Weed Man Hippie... That was Alex the Cynical again. What do Weed Man Hippie and Austin Eckler have in common? Oh, I, I don't know. What do they have in common? 
Well, they both have the same chance of getting a big payday from the Chargers. So there's, there's that. Big man's lame jokes of the week. Uh, why doesn't Weed Man have to pay his mice? <laughs> I don't know. Why doesn't, he, why doesn't he have to pay his mice? Well, oh. after, after they stole his teeth, they are considered indentured servants. So it's <laughs> 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 Chip in Maine. People are vicious, Eddie. Yeah, they They're are. vicious. Yeah. Did you hear that? We'll move on from Weed Man. Did you hear Aww. that the one, one-legged Aww. Bama man got a new job? No. What, what's his job? He now works at IHOP. That's from ah. Jeopardy Al. Uh, there you go. What do you call a racist fish, Eddie? Racist fish. I don't know. Yeah. Angry Gill is what you call it. That's Alex the Cynical. There's a new sleep clinic that's really helping people with insomnia, Eddie. My, my insomnia. Yeah, oh, is that news. right? Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's called Virgo in Service is what it's called. Oh. <laughs> uh, what's scarier than Jed who fled with chainsaws, Eddie? Oh, but nothing, I would think. No, Tony from the Bay. That's oh, from Joe is. Daddy in Roanoke. Thank you, Weed Man. There he goes. Ben wrote that joke, Tony. No, I didn't. No, that's Joe in Roanoke, Virginia. I don't know who that is. I've never met him. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. You want to say hi to Marcel? Yeah, yeah. Let's say hi. All right, let's go. Fire over there. So I was wondering if. All right, let's go to Marcel in Brooklyn for a quick get together. These two blood rivals here, Marcel and Whoopi Pie Blair. Hello, Marcel. Hi, Marcel. How are you doing? Enemy who got Marcel. on Twitter. Marcel, how do you, I don't even have a Twitter, Marcel, but how Shut are you doing? Up. I heard, Marcel, I need to ask you a question, buddy. How are Go. you doing? Because I heard there was a fire in a neck of the woods where you were, and it was an apartment fire, and I was hearing it wasn't good, and a lot of people had to leave their apartments and stuff above a barber shop. And um, <laughs> how are you doing, though? What? Stop dropping yeah. wool, you hacker! Marcel, he's being nice, Marcel. Whoopi Pie Blair's trying to be a friend of yours. Uh, Ben, no. He's the total unfriend enemy, and he's just like a Blair hacker and Blair Putin. Get over it! Blair hacker? What are you? What are you? Chop liver? Oh, yeah, yeah really. Think, Chop who do you, think you are? Yeah, well, who do you think you are, buddy? No, who huh? do you think you yeah. are, you selfish yeah. actor? Yeah, you got come on. Let's, let's, go, let's go take it face by face. Would you come to Maine so I could take you down and and wrestle you down on the turf and put you your face in turf? And then you'd Not be done, true, buddy. you selfish what? idiot. Uh, you know what? You know what? Guess what? Chicken butt. You look like a chicken butt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you both. All right. That's it. Uh, thank you. We've reached the chicken butt version of the show now. All right. On that note, I'm done. Get rid of those guys. Thank you. Uh, let's get over to Koopa Loop. The Coop Scoop on entertainment. Hooray for Hollywood. Hooray for Hollywood. Oh, chicken butt Blair. Oh, man. Hopefully my bosses are fast asleep right now. Or I won't be back on Monday. Uh, Let's go to Coop for the Coop Scoop on entertainment. Holy crap. All right, Ben. Um, 
that's why they pretend that didn't happen, right, Kubel? <laughs> no, we'll never. Hey, those, those are two. Forget. Those are two multi-time right. caller of the years. <laughs> that's the best that we have to offer. Flash <laughs> <laughs> of the Titans, <laughs> and they say talk radio's gone down. How dare they? <laughs> All right, uh, heading over to the theaters. We've got John Wick Chapter 4 coming out oh, this weekend. My wife just saw that tonight. Uh, oh, sh- I bet there was night. some shooting involved. You, uh, you, didn't, you didn't go see it with her? No, I have a job. I have to work. I couldn't. It's like a really long movie, she said. it. Like, oh, is it? Yeah, like really, really, really long. Well, I, I have heard that this is getting the best reviews of the entire John Wick saga. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It has a 95% Rotten Tomato score. My golly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I I'm usually a f- look at that. Yeah. D- have you seen any of the John Wick films, Ben? No. Oh, jeez. I saw the first two. I did not see the third one. I've seen them all. They're great. I love them. Seen a lot of Two fun. hours and 49 minutes. Whoa. Ooh, that's a lot of shooting. That's like a, an American League baseball game. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's pretty long for a John Wick movie, yeah. but uh, you know, what, well, I'll check it out. I'll let you guys know how it is. That is about an hour and 20 minutes too long. Yeah. <laughs> how do you know? Well, don't, you, don't you want to get your money's worth? No, because movies and shows, I was told by somebody years ago, have to be 90 minutes. That's the sweet spot, 90 minutes. When you see a show Screw in that. Vegas or Broadway, it's 90 minutes. If it's good, I want it to last forever. Yeah. That's true. You? I agree with you. All right, uh, moving over to I television. Agree with that. Moving over to television, uh, there's not much uh, going on today, but on Sunday night, we've got the return of a couple good shows. First of all, we have the uh, fourth and final season of HBO Succession at 9 p.m. Uh, this is probably one of the best shows on television, so I mean, if you haven't seen it, try and try and catch up before Sunday, but uh, just like all the rest of the seasons, this one's getting great rave reviews. Uh Definitely recommend checking that out on HBO. And then also coming back, uh, this is the second season of Yellow Jackets on Showtime. That is also at 9 p.m. Uh, and that one, if uh, if you don't recall, if you haven't seen it, it's kind of like a, a Lord of the Flies type situation. A uh, a high school, um, I can't remember if they were softball or soccer. I think they were soccer team. Uh, but they're playing crashes and they're all like, then weird stuff starts happening. I think some of them eat each other. It's, oh, yeah, that's it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this season sees uh, Elijah Wood. Uh, and Lauren Ambrose joined the cast, so it should be uh, should be good stuff. Getting good reviews, and then uh, finally, last but not least, we have a new Apple TV Plus show uh, premiering on Wednesday. This one's called The Big Door Prize. It's a comedy where basically it takes place in a southern town where a mysterious photo booth sized machine appears in a grocery store, and for just a few dollars, the machine promises to reveal each customer's true destiny which prompts the local townspeople to make drastic changes to their lives. Uh, that one stars Chris O'Dowd, and uh, that is Wednesday on Apple TV+. And that is Coop Scoop on Entertainment. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.